Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Let us pray. Father, we are thankful for another opportunity to come before you to hear your word. Dear Lord, we ask, O oh God, that you give us the heart that we see. Transform our hearts, O oh God, from stony hearts to hearts of fertile grounds. Lord, may your words fall onto fertile grounds. We pray, Lord, that we will not be the same as we came in. But may we have a transformation in our mind. May we be wiser than we came. May we make decisions, oh Lord, today to be faithful and loyal to you. We thank you, Lord. Holy Spirit, we acknowledge your presence. We say, have your way. Take control. Speak to us. Have access to our hearts and change us. We thank you, Spirit of God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Well, I want us to continue with a very important message that I began sharing with you a few weeks ago. What is happening? Where are you? Where is everyone going? Okay. Wonderful. Amen. I want us to continue with this powerful message of the statutes of loyalty. The statutes of loyalty. Hallelujah. Loyalty is a very, very important thing. Loyalty is important in every relationship. In any kind of relationship, it is important that there will be loyalty. If you will enjoy any kind of relationship, if you enjoy any form of relationship, there ought to be loyalty. Amen. There ought to be loyalty. Hallelujah. Is everything okay? What is happening? What I want, I don't want any movement anymore. If anyone has to make a move, please make it now before we continue with the message. Otherwise, please let us just be still for a few minutes and we will be done with the service. We're going to have a very short service. Hallelujah. Amen. So what would I say? I say loyalty is important in every relationship. In any relationship, there ought to be loyalty. If that aspect of loyalty is taken out of a relationship... It is not enjoyable anymore. It brings strife and it brings fear and it brings antagonism and it brings disturbance. It, 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 it is just not an environment that anyone will want to be in. That is why it is important that we talk about loyalty. And we have been talking about few statutes or laws of loyalty. And the first one, we said, the head of an organization must First, be loyal to his subordinates. If you are a head of an organization, you must first be loyal to your subordinates. If you are a head of a family, you ought to be loyal to your subordinates. Every head has subordinates. If you are a head of a family, your wife and children are your subordinates. And you ought to be loyal to them. You are not necessarily an army commander. You are not necessarily an army commander who just gets his way around, commands people here and there. When you are home, everything should stop for you. But you ought to be loyal. Hallelujah. You ought to be loyal to them. Amen. You ought to be faithful to them. Hallelujah. If you are a pastor in a church, you ought to be loyal to your church members. Hallelujah. The second one, we say loyalty is the key to expansion. 
If you want to expand, if you want to increase, if you want to multiply, if you want to have the same kind of what you are doing in another place, you ought to be loyal. And you have to have loyal people around you. If you do not have loyal people around you, you cannot have different organizations having different branches in all over the place. Hallelujah. Amen. And the third one, what did we say? Loyalty breeds loyalty. It means loyalty gives birth to loyalty. That means when you are loyal, you generate loyalty around you. And the opposite is true. That is the fourth one, isn't it? That this loyalty also breeds this loyalty. Hallelujah. When you are disloyal, you breed all sorts of disloyal people around you. Amen. As you are moving with your friends and you are showing them disloyalty, you are teaching them disloyalty, you are showing that you are disloyal to another person, you are also teaching them to be disloyal to you. But sometimes you think you, your being disloyal is gaining their confidence. Do you see? You see, sometimes when someone talks about somebody to you, you think the person likes you. That is why the person is telling you about that person. Hallelujah. The Bible says, the words of a talebearer, they are as wounds. Amen. Do you understand what that means? It says, the words of a talebearer, they are as wounds. Can you find that scripture for me? It says, the words of a talebearer, they are as wounds. Now, you see, it's not the tale, it's not the story that are as wounds. The Bible makes it clear. It's not the story that are as wounds. But the words of the one who bears the tale, the words of the one who bears the story, his words are as wounds. Amen. His words are as wounds. Hallelujah. You see, you will find, for instance, a young lady trying to have a beautiful wedding and buys a nice gown. You know how long it takes a woman to pick up a gown? It takes a long time. You know how many gowns a woman has to try before he's, she selects one? She must have tried a lot of gowns. She must have gone with several people to get their opinion. And even when she has finished selecting one, she doesn't buy it right away. She will take people and she will take them, can you come and see it? And you take this person, can you come and see it? Please don't tell anyone how it looks like. Don't show anyone. Don't take pictures. Don't do this. You see, she takes a lot of people for their approval. And then the day of the wedding, she wears that dress. She wears that dress, having the confidence of all the people who want to see the dress. And then one of them, who also went to see the dress with her, will go somewhere. Will go somewhere. And she says, did you see the gown that she was wearing? I don't know what was wrong with her. I don't know what was, what was in her head. I don't know if she looked in a gown, if she looked in a mirror before she came. And who are the people who accompanied her even to make this? And she's part of the people who went with her to choose a gown. You see? And she tells this story. And you were not at the wedding. You see? And you are her good friend. Do you see? So she doesn't hear this. For all she knows, she had a beautiful wedding. She had the most precious gown. All her friends approved of the gown. And she was very happy. And she, she is very happy enjoying the marriage. And as she is home, she puts down the video again to see her own wedding. And she puts it in again to see her own wedding, admiring herself and admiring herself. And she just finished watching one such video and then she gets a phone call. She gets a phone call from one of her friends. She says, you can't believe what this person told me. You can't believe what this person told me. This is your nice gown. You know, I will not even tell you because... I don't want to say, I don't want to spoil a relationship. I don't want to tell you. Because this one, if I tell you, I don't think it will be nice. The way you react, you, I don't think it will be nice. You say, oh, tell me, I will not react. You promise that you are going to be 
do, do, do you promise that you are not going to react in a certain way? She says, tell me. Oh, tell me. And then you see, then she says, even you are not a friend. Why would you not tell me? If you are a friend, you will tell me. He says, hmm. I don't know if I should tell you this one. This gown that it took you one year to buy, can you believe what? What's her name? I don't want to mention her name and then you say, can you believe what Angela told me? This is my wife, so I'll go home with it. If you are Angela, it's not that one. You are my second Angela, but I mean the original one told you. Don't go and blame Angela for... Can you believe what she told me? She told me that this gown that you... It, the back was too long and from the front, we don't know if it was a style or... And it looks like if you were walking on it as if you were trying to fall. The gown looks like it's not original. Even the lace that is in it, we don't know if it's from China or it's from Brazil or it's from where. And she says... And you see, this person did not say China, did not say Brazil, did not say anything. She just said, I don't know what was in her head, whether she looked in the mirror or she didn't look in the mirror. And then the tail bearer, the one who is bearing the tail, she has added all her sentiments and all her things that she wanted to say to you. To spice it up. And then from that moment, you see, you see, the tail did not hurt, but the words of the tail bearer. From that moment, you don't want to see your video again. From that moment, you don't want to see that gown again. From that moment, you regret even the day of the wedding. And it's not because of the tail, but the words of one who brought it to you. Hallelujah. Amen. It's not a good thing. It's not a Christian at all. Hallelujah. So loyalty, disloyalty will breed also. Disloyalty. Hallelujah. And what you do, people will do it to you also. Amen. The next one, what did we say? Loyalty has a single eye. Loyalty has a single eye. If you are a loyal person, you should have a single eye. You should have a single eye in your relationship with God. You shouldn't serve God a little and serve other gods a little. Hallelujah. If you are loyal, God is your protector. God is your provider. God is your deliverer. Hallelujah. You don't need anything on your waist to protect you. You don't need anything on your neck to guide you, to protect you. You will be amazed the thing that is on your neck that is protecting you. Arm robbers will grab it and then they will kill you with that thing. And you realize that they took it and nothing happened to them. Amen. Hallelujah. If you are loyal, you ought to be loyal to your church. Amen. Your church ought to depend on you. And we should rely on you. We should be able to rely on you. A loyal person is faithful to his church. Hallelujah. If you are loyal, you should have a single eye as far as your relationship with your husband or your wife is concerned. You should not be looking at other people and admiring them. You give comments to all sorts of women except your wife. Hallelujah. If you are loyal, if you are faithful, you ought to be loyal to your beloved. Amen. If you are a loyal person, you see, a loyal person is loyal in every aspect of his life. You are loyal to God. You are loyal to your church. You are loyal to your husband. You are loyal to your wife. You are loyal to your beloved. And you are loyal to your church members. You are loyal to your bosses. Hallelujah. You ought to be loyal to your beloved. If you have a beloved, you ought to be loyal to him or loyal to her. You cannot have your eye on several beloveds. That is disloyal. You cannot have your eye on one here. You have one here. You have one in Ohio. You have another one in Massachusetts. And you have another one in, 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 in um, Arizona. And one in Ghana. In case. In case. And your mind is just in case. You are trying to see which one will work. 
That is non-Christian. Hallelujah. You are trying to see which one will work. That is non-Christian. It's non-Christian. Trying to see which one will work. If this one works, then you will take it like that. Hallelujah. It's non-Christian. Amen. You ought to be loyal in the one that you've chosen. Hallelujah. Because such things bring confusion in the church. And you make the pastors work harder. Is everything okay? What is the... Is everything okay? I want you to focus on... Oh, you don't like what I'm saying? I'll preach. I don't, if you don't like it, you like it or not, I'll preach. Because that is the word on the table right now. Amen. You make the pastors work harder. Difficult. Pastor spending time to counsel and, and instead of instead of beloved dosing my wife and instead of caressing my wife, I have to spend the time caressing other church members and counseling them and checking their heart to see they are happy and they all because of you. And and listen, and the sisters also do the same thing. I said the sisters do the same thing. Hallelujah. You said no to the brother. The brother came to you and says, I like you. I want you to be my life partner. I want us to be married. And you said no. Okay? Oh, you said no. And the brother decides to move on. The brother decides to move on. And then you keep asking, who, who was it that you were talking to? Why are you talking to that one? Why did you talk to this one? Why did you take her number? Why do you have a text message from this one? What, why? Why? What do you want? So now, who are you talking to? Who is it that you are talking to? Why, why do you have so many calls from this person? Why do you want to know? You said no already and the brother has moved on. What's your problem? Hallelujah. Amen. You see, what you must understand, what you must understand is this. Listen carefully. You see, you were the brother's first choice. Do you understand? You were the brother's first choice. If the brother had, I want you to listen very carefully. If the brother had his way, you would be his first choice. So he came to his first choice. There were so many of you. And he decided that this is the one that I like. So he came to you and you said no. And then I move on. Now, when you come back and you are disturbing me and you are worried about who I am talking to and who I am calling and who is now my new, new look and what is this and that. You see, you are disturbing the brother because now you are making him feel like the first choice is still a potential. And the brother, if he has his way, he will always come to the first choice. And so now you are disturbing him. You are disturbing him because you are his first choice. And you are using that opportunity to destroy him. And you are using that opportunity not only to destroy him, but you are using the opportunity even to destroy the next woman who is coming in the picture. You are destroying the next woman. You are taking advantage to make the next woman feel like she's a second choice. If, I had, if he had his way, I am the one that he will choose. I can show you that he will come back to me. And you are disturbing the relationship. You are disturbing the relationship. Hallelujah. You are disturbing the relationship. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? You should have a single eye. Hallelujah. You should have a single eye. You are making the next woman feel like a can-do-away type of beloved. You know, if I come in, she will leave you. And that is true. Because you are the first choice. There's something about you that makes him want to choose you. But if you don't want it, I have moved on. So leave me alone. Leave me alone. Amen. Let the other woman also feel like she's original. If you are a Christian, you will let the other woman feel that she's original also. She's original also. Hallelujah. You should have a single eye. Amen. Don't hijack the brother all his life. 
hijack him. Uh, you hijack the brother. If you, uh, the brother is just getting ready to marry, but you hijack him. You hijack him all his life. Hijack, leave him alone. Say, leave him alone. Tell the next sister, leave him alone. You hijack the brother like you are a terrorist. Are you a terrorist? Are you a terrorist? And the brothers also, the brothers, you have to run away. Then they are trying to hijack you like that. You say, I am not looking there again. Because if you had a choice, you will not choose me. I am not your fa- the reason why he refused you is because you are not his first choice. You are not her first choice also. The reason why she said no to you is because you also, you are not her first choice. She has her mind on someone else. The person has not come. That is why he, he's just hanging around you. Just in case it doesn't work. Just in case it doesn't work. Let me hold on to this. In case this does not work, in case this does not work, then I have somebody to hold on to. Oh, you don't like my message? Oh, I will preach. I will preach. I'm preaching a good message. Sisters, you worry the brothers too much. I say you worry the brothers too much. Amen. Then the moment you see that she he's now talking to another sister, now your dressing has changed. Now the way you dress has changed. The way you act, the way you walk has changed. The way you do things has changed. To show that I am still there, I can get you if I want you. But some people don't like my message. Hallelujah. Amen. Hijacking him. You said no. Because he is not the one that is your first choice. And if your first choice comes back to say yes right now, you drop him like a ball. You will drop him and run back to your first. Why do you hijack him then? And destroy the relationship for someone else. It's non-Christian. It's non-Christian. It's non-Christian. It's non-Christian. Leave people to move on. Hallelujah. I said leave people to move on. Amen. You see, that is why anyone, anyone who, anyone who, if you are in a relationship and anyone who changes her mind, not because you find yourself not working out. You see, sometimes you find yourself not compatible. You know, sometimes you find yourself, this thing is not going to work for us. That is different. Then you go your separate ways. But you've changed your mind because someone else shows up. You don't have a single eye. You don't have a single eye. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 6 and verse 31. What does it say? Luke 6, 31. Look. It says 31. Luke 6, 31. Luke 6 and 31. It says, it says, And as ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them likewise. Likewise. The same way. The same way you want. Look, the Bible is so true. The way you are doing, you know that if it was done to you, you will not be happy. So why are you doing that to another Christian? It's non-Christian. Don't sow seeds like that because you will also reap it. Amen. The next one that I want to share with you, loyalty demands the right attitude. Loyalty demands the right attitude. Loyalty demands the right attitude. Amen. Loyalty demands the right attitude. If you are loyal, you do not have suspicion. Loyalty does not have suspicion. Hallelujah. If you suspect someone, you cannot be loyal to the person. 
If you suspect that the person has a bad mind about you, you can never be loyal to the person. Hallelujah. If you think that the person does not have your goodwill in his heart, you can never be loyal to the person. Amen. If you are, a suspe- if you are suspicious of this church, you will never pay your tithe here. Because your heart will not be here. Amen. Because where your heart is, that is where you put your treasure. So if you are suspicious of this church, you can never be a tithe payer in this church. That is why there are some people, they are in a church, but they are paying their tithe somewhere else. You think they are not tithe payers. They are paying their tithe somewhere else. Hallelujah. Don't be suspicious of your church. And especially because of past experiences. Sometimes you have a past experience with a church and it has made you suspicious of all churches, of all pastors. In Lighthouse, that is why, that is why everything we do, we make it known to you. We put up buildings, buildings that the church is buying. When the church is buying buildings, we put it up on the internet. And even how much it costs. Put all kinds of projects on the internet. So that you are know, so you are aware of it, and it takes out the suspicion away. So the pastors can do their work. The primary thing, the primary work is the preaching of the gospel. But you see, all these things come into play and it disturbs the work. That is why Lighthouse, we post all these things on the web. We put all these things on the internet to take out the suspicion. That is why we always make it known to you, pastors in Lighthouse, we don't get paid. As I am standing here as a pastor, I don't get paid by the church. I don't get paid by the church. And I am very happy about that. That you will not have anything to say that I am taking the tithe. I'm, I don't even know how much the church makes. I don't, if the, we, at, at the end of Sunday, I don't go and I say, so today, how much did we make? <laughs> have I come to the treasures to ask how much? I don't even want to come there. I don't even want to see the money. I don't want to be involved in it. The only thing that I'm interested in is the tithe of the leaders that I work with. Because I want to know whose heart is with me. So I want to know which leaders pay their tithe. That is what I'm interested in. Wow. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we eliminate the suspicion. We don't want you to suspect, eh, this one is doing, eh, hey, I see that he has bought a new car. Hey, our title. Look. I don't buy tight. I don't buy cars with your tight. I don't buy a, a pair of shoes with the tight. I, I don't eat with the tight. By the way, even if I'm eating from the tight, it's also not wrong. Do you understand? But I am blessed that I'm also able to work just like you. We are all doing the work. The only difference is that I am the preacher and you are the church member. There are other things that you are also doing. So why don't we say that you two, you are eating the tithe? Why should it be the pastor? Why don't we say the treasures are eating the tithe? But every time we have suspicion about pastors. If you have suspicion about pastors, you cannot receive from them. Amen. So eliminate the suspicion. Eliminate the suspicion. Yesterday, as the man of God was preaching, he said something that really blessed me. He said that, Hannah, Hannah went to the church. Do you see? I'm not sure if a lot of you got the revelation. But it says, Hannah went to the church knowing who the pastor was. He knew who the pastor was. The, when, 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 when God visited Samuel in a dream, the things that he said about the pastor, they were not very nice things. So does it mean that all the church members also knew about the pastor and his children and their behavior? Yes, they knew. But with this pastor in charge of the church, that is the same church that Hannah had in her mind that this is where I'll receive my blessing. And she went there and she prayed in that same church. And even this pastor who does not understand spiritual things, he thought that she was drunk. He says, man of God, I'm not drunk. I know you don't, you, 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 you are not so much in tune in these things, but me, I have a personal problem, a problem that has brought me here. Because her mind was on God. Her mind was on God, not the pastor. 
And if you have been coming, you see, those of you who come here for Tuesday services, I, I don't know, I think the Lord ministered and prepares you for such anointing and such blessings when they are coming. I'm not sure if you get the revelation. But the man was reinforcing something that you had. Amen. Your blessing will always come from a man of God. Your blessing, God will always put in a man. No matter who you are. And he said that very few people, very, very few, maybe 5% of people, that God directly will anoint and give certain blessings. But for the rest of us, maybe you are not part of the 5%. Think about the whole world. Are you part of the 5%? So why don't you include yourself in the common things? We say something like common things are common. Amen. What was I saying? What did God brought me here? Suspicion. Hannah did not have suspicion about the pastor. Even though he said the pastor was fat eating the offerings and all sorts of things and his children are gangsters. And, but her, her mind was that God will bless me in this church. God will bless me here in this church. If I set my heart straight and if I set my mind straight and I focus, I have a single eye on the God who brought me here, he will bless me. And he came year after year to the same church, to where the same pastor was. Many years. And can you imagine that when God has blessed her, she took the son again to the same pastor in the same church to show that my faith is not in the man. I know what you are doing and I know what they say about you, but my faith is in God. And I will not say anything bad about you, pastor. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing this afternoon? Hallelujah. If we do not flow, we cannot be blessed. In Psalm 133, he says that when we dwell together in unity, when we have one mind, he says there, 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 that place, that place, there the Lord commands his blessings. He commands his blessings. Hallelujah. When we dwell together in unity. Amen. When we dwell together in you, when we have one mind. Hallelujah. You cannot be here and I am there. We cannot receive the blessing. First John chapter 1 and 7. What does it say? First John chapter 7. If I am in light and you are in darkness, if I am here and your mind is also like this. It says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. When we, have, we are all in the light. Not when one is in the light and one is in the darkness. We can't flow together like that. And the blood of Jesus cannot cleanse us also. Amen. So, brothers and sisters, set your mind. Set your mind. Set your mind. Be loyal. Hallelujah. You ought to be loyal. You have to have the right attitude when you are in the church. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? You don't, care, you don't come here. You don't, we, we didn't, you see, one, one thing is, if you come here and you have suspicion, what you are going to find yourself is that anytime a message is preached, you feel it's about you. If you suspect the pastor, any message that he preaches, you'll find yourself in it and it's about you. It is because of me that he's saying this. Even this message that I'm preaching, some people also are suspicious of me and they have taken it personal. But that one, if you take it personal, I don't care. I want to bless you. I say, I want to bless you. If you take it personal, you will change. Amen. But I'm not preaching because I, I didn't mention your name. Hallelujah. When you begin to be suspicious, you see, it drives you away from the church. And then you begin to say all sorts of things about the church. You begin to tell lies about the church. Begin to make up stories about the church. To justify the reason why you are out. Do you understand what I'm saying? To justify the reason why you are out. And God is, does not take such things lightly. Ezekiel chapter 34. Ezekiel 34 and verse 18. God does not take such things light, lightly at all. He says, Simmeth it a small thing unto you. To have eaten up the good. To have eaten up the good pasture. Listen carefully. He says, 
Do you think it's a small thing? Simmeth it a small thing unto you to have eaten up the good pasture, the same place where you were blessed. The same, pre- the same place where messages were preached and you were, f- you were completely blessed. You know, out of the messages we preach, some people have grown and they can become pastors. And the same place where you are, you know, a lot of you now, when you talk to your friends and you talk to your family members, they think you are pastors. They think you are pastors. The things you share with them, they, you see, the word of God, it makes you wise. It makes you wise. If you are patient and you sit here and you continue to sit here and sit here, you become very wise. Whether you want to be wise or not, the word of God will make you wise. Hallelujah. It will make you wise. And you take certain, certain things. Amen. You take certain things. Hallelujah. And then you leave for some offense. For some offense, you leave and you go. And then you start talking about the church. The same church that blessed you. The same church which has made you who you are today. The same church which has made you know what you know today. Now you go somewhere and you start talking. About, and the and Bible is saying, cement it a small thing unto you to have eaten up the good pasture. To have eaten up the good things in the house. But you must tread down with your feet. The residue of your pastures. Do you understand it? It means that it was a beautiful pasture to you one time. And you were eating out of it. And you were blessed. And then now, as you are offended, you are threatened, you are stepping on it and destroying the nice pasture that you ate from it. Destroying it such that it says, but you must tread down your feet, the, 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 the residue of your pastures. What is left? Now you are destroying it. And to have drunk of the deep waters. The waters were deep. You received deep revelations. But now you must foul the residue with your feet. Nice water that you were drinking from. Now you have brought all the dust from your feet and the mud, that everything to make it nasty and dirty. The next verse and as for my flock, they eat that which you have treaded with your feet. You have left this dirty, muddy water now for the rest of the flock to drink from it and to eat from it. He said, do you think it's a small thing to me? God is asking. Do you think it's a small thing to me? And they drink that which you have fouled with your feet. You have fouled it with your feet, with your words. The thing that you say, that the people are here and they are all suspicious. They suspect the, because of what they have heard. They are all suspicious. Amen. It's not a good thing. Tell somebody it's not a good thing. Hallelujah. It's not a good thing. In all your relationship, you have to have the right attitude. You have to have the right attitude. Loyalty demands the right attitude. Let all things be done in nakedness and in clarity. Everything. Let it be apparent. Let it be clear. In every relationship that you have, let there be some nakedness about you. Hallelujah. I'm not saying take your clothes off. But I mean, let there be nakedness in your behavior. In your actions. Hallelujah. You one person, we don't understand anything about you. Everything we have to figure out. Is he angry or is he happy? You know, we can't figure you out. Everything is secret about you. It's not a good attitude to have in a church. Hallelujah. It's not a good attitude to have in your relationship. Amen. Hiding your phone. All the time you are hiding your phone. Every time you are home, your phone is in your pocket. You are sleeping. Some of you, you are charging your phone and the phone is in your pajamas. Hey. You, plug, you have a long extension cord. To your bed. One day the electricity will kick you. You will be you will be shocked. Amen. You take your phone to the shower. You are going to the bathroom and you take your phone and you put it on top of the, the store. You put your phone there in case somebody's coming, you grab it. 
What is on your phone? What is on your is your phone a lock to some diamond vault? Or what is on your phone? That nobody should know what is happening. Have the right attitude in a relationship. You have some secret complex password. No one can figure it out. Complex password. As if you are some bank manager that your phone opens the bank. Your password is in Russian. Nobody can read it. Hallelujah. Amen. Your password is choo-choo. Now it has been revealed. We know what is choo-choo. We can open your phone. Amen. Every time you receive a text message, you read it and you raise it. Why? The moment you read your text message, you raise it. You don't want anyone to see it. Too much secrecy about you. It's not a good attitude to have in a relationship. Hallelujah. We don't know. What, what are you hiding? As, per, as the person, what are you hiding? Amen. What are you hiding? No one knows where you live. You are in a church. No one knows where you live. It's not a good thing. Where do you live? Oh, down the street. Where do you live? Oh, near, near um, Co-op City. Do you live in Co-op City or where? Near Co-op City. No one knows where you live. It's not a good thing. Amen. No one knows the kind of work that you do. No one knows. Even your wife doesn't know the kind of work you do. Are you a FBI or CIA? You are a Christian. Hallelujah. Amen. It's not a good attitude. It's not a good attitude. Where are you going? Your wife asks you, oh, where are you? You have taken the car keys. And then you are, where are you going? I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Where, where are you going? Is the answer, I'll be right back. I didn't ask you if you are taking long or where are you going? It's a place. Give me an answer to a place. I'll be right back. It's not a place. Give clear answers. Clear answers. Oh, I'm going to, um, what are you going to do to check one or two, one or two, one or two? What is one or two? I'm checking on one or two. I'm checking one or two, one or two. I, I, one or two. I have to check one or two. One or two, it, it, it does not give us answers. Hallelujah. Listen, ladies, if you cannot, look, if you cannot see clearly, if you cannot see clearly, do not try to overtake. That means if you cannot see clearly through the man, don't commit to a relationship. Hallelujah. Don't commit to a relationship. Any man that is giving you one or two and um, three by four and be right back and checking. Don't, don't overtake. Don't try to overtake. Don't try to overtake. Amen. Do not try to overtake. Hallelujah. What do you mean by, uh, don't tell the pastor. He says, uh, ah, we have been talking for a while. I think I should tell the pastor. You say, oh, don't tell the pastor yet. What do you mean? What do you mean by, don't tell the pastor yet? What do you mean? I have preached to my daughters and I have told them, if anyone comes to you and he says, he's interested in you, come and tell me. And he says, I have to tell the pastor. He says, don't tell the pastor yet. What are you hiding? Why should the pastor not know yet? Be careful. Ladies, be careful. I said, ladies, be careful. What do you mean? Don't tell the pastor yet. He said, I said, why? Why, why? why is it a trouble that the pastor should know? Such a person ran away from him. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? You know, if I begin this one, I, I don't know if we will be able to finish it. Amen. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Give the Lord a shout! Amen. 
Okay, let me give you one more before I go. One more, one more. Oh, you don't like the message? Loyalty does not join or create factions. Loyalty does not join or create factions. Hallelujah. Loyalty does not join or create factions. Factions means divisions. Loyalty does not join divisions. If you are a loyal person, you don't join factions and you don't create one, neither. You don't create groups, small groups. Small groups. Amen. Small groups. This is one of the main ways the enemy uses to destroy churches. Small groups. Small groups. Hallelujah. Small groups. Amen. Loyalty, if you are a loyal person, you don't join small groups and you don't create small groups in the church. Amen. Hallelujah. Because you see, there are some people who seem to have an eye for divisions. They like divisions. They like separation. Do you see? There are some people, they like that. They, 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 they know everyone's tribe. You mention somebody's name, the next thing is, oh, he's an Ewe. You mention, oh, he's an Ashanti. Oh, this one, oh, he's an Ewe. He's a Ga. Oh, they know everyone's tribe. They seem to like division. They seem to be attentive to these things. Moment, oh, have you seen uh, Sister Joyce? Oh, she's an Ewe. Are you an Ewe? <laughs> have you seen Sister Gifty? Oh, she's a Ga. Are you a Ga? You see? I don't even know. Have you seen Brother David? Oh, Brother David, uh, the Ashanti guy. Uh, oh, the Ashanti guy that, you see, that's how they describe people. The Ashanti guy that drives the van, that takes us around. Why don't you call Brother David, Brother David? They seem to have eye for divisions. They seem to have eye for tribes. Amen. But loyalty does not join or create faction. Amen. Loyalty does not join or create faction. Loyalty, if you are a loyal person, you don't say, oh, we the Fantis. We the Gans. We the Ashantis. We the Ewes. We the Nigerians. Hey, as for we the Nigerians, ah, sister, what you now? Ah. I mean, that thing we quench from this church, oh, we don't have such things in our church now. Amen. Some people like to magnify it. Eh? Oh, we the um, Ghanaian nurses in New York. Oh, hey, sister. We the, we the, we the Kolebu train nurses. As for us, the Kolebu train nurses. So what? Hallelujah. So what? This is not what brought us together here. This is not what brought us here together. We didn't come here because I heard of some gang group has met somewhere. I didn't hear that some gang girls have met somewhere. I didn't come here because I met some Ashanti guys have met somewhere. And I am coming. That is not why we came here. I said that is not why we came here. When you were coming, when you rose up this morning and you were taking a shower, where did you say you were going? Church, which is where? The house of God. It's the house of God. It is not the gang group. Neither is it an Ashanti group or Nigerian group. Amen. We didn't come here because we heard that the nurses of um, 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 Kolebu have gathered. Amen. That is not why we came here. Hallelujah. We didn't come here because the single, uh, single women gathering. Single sisters. Or young sisters and old sisters. Some people, oh, some people have always, they have a way to separate. Ah, I don't know, have you noticed that when they are sharing, we the single ones, they always put us on one. Why? You know, they, it, it just so happens that the ashes say, oh, you sit here, you sit there, you sit here. And then some people have eyes to just notice. Ah, why has he grouped all the single women here and all the... Why has she group all the Ashantis here? There must be something. Ah, the Osha is an Ashanti here. There must be something here. And next time I will not sit there. I will sit here. You see? Destroying the 
house of God. It's not a good thing. Tell somebody it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. We didn't come here because of guns. We didn't come here because of Ewes. We didn't come here because of Ashantis. We didn't come here because of Togolese or Nigerians. We didn't come here because of Nurses Association. Amen. We came here because of the blood of Jesus. It is the blood of Jesus that brought us here together. Hallelujah. It is the blood of Jesus. So why do you make now your tribe more important than the blood of Jesus? Why do you elevate your tribe or your group more and make it more important than the blood of Jesus, which brought us here together? Why? Hallelujah. It's not a good thing. Tell somebody it's not a good thing. 1 Corinthians chapter 1. I was done with my message. You are the one that asked me to continue. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 9. Verse 9. It says, God is faithful by whom ye were all, ye were called unto the fellowship of his son Jesus Christ our Lord. It is by him that we were called into this fellowship of his son Jesus Christ our Lord. So he says, verse 10, now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing. You see, a lot of times, that is one reason why I don't speak any local dialect. I don't, I have, I speak a lot of local dialects. I speak a lot of, including Russian, it's one of my local dialects. Hallelujah. So some of you, when you gather and you are speaking a way and you think, I don't understand, I understand. I've given myself away, but still go ahead. Hallelujah. I intentionally not to, I, I don't want to associate myself. You know, there's some people, ah, Reverend, is he an Ashanti or he's an Ewe? It looks like he's a Fanti. The way he, he behaves, I think he's a, an Fanti. Is this, is this. Uh, why you want to know? Why is it important? Why don't you want to know the Spirit of God that is upon me? Why do you want to know my tribe? It is not my tribe that brought me here. Hallelujah. Why are you interested in that? And not interested in the spirituality of a person. Hallelujah. Why do you want to know? People always investigating and asking all sorts of questions. So, so, manji, when you are home, what language does he speak? What does, what does he do? When is ah? Why do you want to know the language that I speak in my house? It says, now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions among you, but that ye be perfectly joined together in the same mind and in the same judgment. For it had been declared unto me of you, by brethren, my brethren, by them which are of the house of Chloe, that there are contentions among you, now look at what brought the contention. You see, contention, it never builds up anything. When there's contention, the people never grow. It says, it has been brought to my attention that there are contentions among you. Now this I say, that every one of you say it. All of them, divisions. I am of Paul, and I of Apollos, and I of Cephas, and I of Christ. Is Christ divided? Is Christ an Ewe? Is Christ a Gan? Is Christ an Ashanti? Ah, is Christ a Nigerian? Come on now. Is Christ from Gambia? Is Christ Jamaican? Christ is not Jamaican. Christ is not the Togolese. Christ is not an American. Hallelujah. So he says, one of them, one, you, another group says, I am a four. And I of Apollos, I of Cephas, and I of Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Was it that some Ashanti man died for you? Or some Jamaican man died for you? 
He says, was Paul crucified for you or were he baptized, were he baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God that I baptized none of you, but Crispus and Gaius, which people, they are probably very serious Christians. Anyway, amen. So we did not gather here because of any one nation or any one tribe. Amen. The gathering is not unto any man, but it's unto God. I said the gathering is unto God. Hallelujah. So be careful not to join any group. And if you find yourself gravitating towards a group, remove yourself. You see, because there are some people, that when they know your tribe, they will bring you into the tribe. They will bring you into the group. When you see that, ah, it looks like whenever we meet, they are all Ashantis, Ashantis, Ashantis. Take yourself out immediately. You say, ah, this is not of Christ. Take yourself out. Don't join a group. Don't create one also for yourself. Hallelujah. Because this is how Satan destroys churches. This is how he uses to break churches. Very, very easy for him. You see, when you see brothers and sisters, you find out brothers and sisters born to the same father and mother, they can fight and do all sorts of things. How many times did you fight with your siblings? But you stayed in the same house. You didn't go anywhere. You fight and at the end you eat from the same bowl. You sleep on the same bed. You do everything together. You are not going anywhere. But if it is your stepbrother and your stepsister, you see that you break away. You can break away permanently. Your brother has children. Your father has children here and another group there. And if they come together and they fight, they go their separate ways permanently. And that is what the enemy uses. You see, the enemy breaks, the enemy lies division. When there are divisions, then we are only together through the seams. Do you understand? It's like when you have clothes. Clothes are put together through the seams. Do you see? They are put together at the seams. You take a piece and then you bring it together. It will be very difficult to rip the clothes from here. But when you take it from the seam, it is very easy to rip it apart. And so the enemy lies the seams. He lies groups, different groups which are put together. Different groups which he makes as a church. Great Ashantis, Ewes, Nigerians, Jamaicans, Togolese, this, and put them together. Nurses, doctors, lawyers, we are this, we are the security guards, we are the housekeepers, we are this, we are, and put them all together and they are like that. So it is very easy for him to break at the seams. Hallelujah. Very, very easy. Amen. It's very easy. And then you'll see that one group, one group, one group of this one, the leader, he leaves. The leader leaves, and then he takes the whole group with him. Because they are loyal to the leader. Because he is the leader of their group. And so when he leaves, he takes the whole group with them. And even if they decide to stay, he has taken their hearts with them. Their hearts are with them. He has taken their hearts with them. And they dictate to them what they do in the church. In our group like this, there's a leader somewhere who dictates what you have to do here, what you don't have to do. And when I give you instructions, you have to go and discuss. The pastor says this. Why did he say that? I told you, this man, watch him. Watch him. I told you, watch him. And they dictate what you should do. So you find yourself not belonging. Amen. You always find yourself like you don't belong. You always find yourself like you are, you are different. Why would you be loyal to some group leader who did not die for you? And leave the Christ who died for you. Amen. Leave the Christ for whose sake we all came here. But your loyalty is to some group leader that is gone. Hallelujah. It's not a good thing. Don't magnify our differences. Amen. I say do not magnify our differences. Yes, we are different people that Christ put together, but do not magnify our differences. Amen. Because, you see, we have to see the fruitfulness of the differences. We need to know the, the fruitfulness. We are different people, different nations that Christ brought together. 
different nations from different backgrounds that Christ brought together. What has made this country the way it is, is because of the different groups of people that have come together to live under one law. One law that binds them together. And no matter what group you come from, you succumb to the same law. Amen. And mind you, differences, God created them for a reason. There's a reason why God created differences. Differences bring fruitfulness. So don't make it as if we are against each other. Differences bring fruitfulness. When God made him, he made a man and a woman. He did not make a man and a man. They would never would have been fruitful. I said they would, oh, people have tried. A man and a man, and they are never fruitful. A woman and a woman, they are never fruitful. If we are going to be fruitful, if we are going to be fruitful and produce, we are going to have to allow our differences to come together. Hallelujah. When he made a man and a woman, they are different. But if they did not have one mind to come together and agree to live as a husband and wife, they would have remained one single man and one single woman. But when they had one mind to agree to... Look, when you were separate, did you have children? Your husband, did he have children? It was when they agreed that in spite of our differences, we will come together and live as a husband and wife. That is when they became productive. That is when they became fruitful. That is where they made children. Our time is up. Why don't you stand on to your feet? Stand to your feet. Oh, the laws of loyalty. The statutes of loyalty. Yes. Ask the Lord to help you. Yes, you have been a cause for many differences and separations. You have been the cause of friends not talking together anymore. You have been the cause of destruction of marriages and relationships. You have been the cause. Ask the Lord to forgive you. Ask the Lord to forgive you. He said, I am the reason why this marriage did not work. I am the reason why these beloveds are not together anymore. I am the reason why this man has left the church. I am the reason why this person is not doing anything in the church anymore. Ask the Lord to forgive you. Ask the Lord. Yes. That you have a single eye. A single eye. A single eye. Yes. Oh, I will never, never return. return. I've closed the door. I will walk the path. I will walk the path. I will run the race. And I will never be the same. Oh, I will never be. I will never be the same again. I can never return. I will never I return. I will never return. I've closed the door. Lord, I will walk the path. I will walk the path. I will run the race. And I
Father, we are thankful in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you, Spirit of God, for ministering to us, speaking to our hearts. We thank you for touching our hearts. Though your truth sometimes hurts, but Lord, we are grateful and thankful for revealing who we are to ourselves. Heavenly Father, may we not be like men who behold their faces in mirrors and walk away forgetting whom they look like. I ask you, God, that the word that has come to us will bear fruit. I pray, Father, against the best of the air who take the word away from us. We speak against them who interpret your word differently in the name of Jesus. But Lord, may your words bear fruit in our lives. We thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name. If there's anyone here this afternoon, you are not born again, you have not given your life to Christ, you want to bring yourself as an offering to Christ. You want to offer yourself to Christ. You want to offer your life to Christ. You say, I want to invite Jesus Christ into my life. I want to give my life to Christ. If that is your prayer, I want to pray with you. You are here this afternoon. You want to invite Jesus Christ into your life. Lift up your hands wherever you are and I'll pray with you. Anyone here like that? Just lift up your hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. Is there anyone here like that? You you want to come to Jesus Christ. Do not live here the same. Do not live here if you do not have Jesus Christ as your Savior. Anyone here like that? Lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Father, we are thankful for your word. We thank you, Lord, for speaking to us. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of salvation. We pray, Lord, that you cause us to continue to walk with you. May we never depart from you. May we never deviate in our walk with you. But Spirit of God, guide us. Speak to us. Open the eyes of our understanding. May we see, oh Lord, the light that is ahead of us. And may we make Christ a focus in the name of Jesus. Cause us to be loyal to the church we belong to. Cause us to be loyal to our pastors, to our church members, to our spouses, and to our beloveds. We thank you, Lord. In every relationship that we are in, with our bosses and our co-workers, Father, may we be faithful. May we be found faithful, Lord. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.